0: Do you ever, like, talk and you see the way the sound wave looks and it, like, looks gross? And you're like, ooh, I didn't like that one. Yeah. There's, like, sometimes some they're of them too look bumpy. cool and some of them look gross and I'm like, ooh, I don't like how that. It's
1: like that. And
0: sometimes I'll, like, laugh and then I'll look at how my laugh oh, looked and it looks
1: really gross. It's a dangerous road to <laughs> start analyzing your laugh on a visual level. Because, like. You know, you can say like, oh, my my laugh sounds kind of weird. But that's like fine because mm-hmm. everyone's laugh sounds weird if you think about it. But to be like, no, my laugh is ugly. <laughs> Visually, like, sonically ugly is another level of self-doubt. <laughs> um, I, I want to talk about some stuff I'm excited about. Okay. Because I think last time maybe we did do some digging on Mr. Chalamet, and possibly other people. We insult a lot of people on this podcast, <laughs> weirdly. And I just want to talk about some things I'm excited I must, about.
0: I have to say that almost every single person I insult I love deeply. Like we are insulting Timothy Shalame.
1: Yeah, oh, I great actor. love
0: him deeply. I and we we Zach said Braff when we violently we when we insulted him, we said at the time we think he's a brilliant yes. actor and I adore him.
1: But it's like a lot of negativity, even if it is from a place of love, and even if it is as a joke, it's still it's still negativity. Negativity is negativity. Do you think we should be better? Slice it. No, just for right now. Oh, okay. We're gonna be bad. Oh. Oh, we're gonna be bad. But I just want to talk about how Pedro Pascal posted a still (gasps) from the the upcoming Last of Us series. Uh huh. It's a series, right? Not a movie. Yeah, it's
0: a series, and it literally just looked like the game.
1: And I'm so fucking excited. Yeah. But you could also tell it was him from the back of his Mm -hmm. head, which is a marvelous feat. There are a few actors that I can recognize from the back of their heads. We've established Ryan Reynolds. Not on the podcast. You and I as friends have established that we can both recognize Ryan Reynolds from the back of his head. Yep. Pedro Pascal is also, I guess, on that list now. I'm excited. I have to play the games because I only played part of the game when it came out at a friend's house because I didn't just play video games.
0: I've been forced to watch a lot of cutscenes, so I know a lot of the plot without having ever actually played the game. I know a lot of the plot
1: because at this point it's several years old. Yeah. (laughs) So you kind of know. But I want to experience it and I'm excited because I love Pedro Pascal and I'm, I'm excited to see what they got cooking up.
0: And I love that, I don't know the actress's name, the girl, she was in Game of Thrones and she yes. was, like, the best part of that last season. She was the
1: best part of even the shitty part of Game of Thrones. Yeah, yeah. And, like, that season was so bad that even the actors that you could kind of count on to be good in it and kind of shine through couldn't really do that. So the fact that she was able to shine through... Is
0: really impressive.
1: It speaks to her. I'm excited. Yeah. I think she's going to do a great yeah. job. Yeah. Um. I don't know I don't like have a funny thing to say about it There's a thing I'm genuinely excited about which is like a rare emotion it feels like for me to be like joyfully excited for something like Aww. giddy like I'm giddy with how excited I am for well, this
0: that's series Adorable.
1: so I don't know I just want to, I don't know, I'm going to bring that to the table I feel like I had something else that I want to talk about <laughs> that, hey, you uh, said you want
0: to talk about some things you're excited about
1: I feel like all throughout the last weeks, since the last episode, I'd been seeing things and thinking of things and being like, oh, I should talk about that on the podcast.
0: Do you know what I we haven't talked about down. yet? What have we not talked about? That I think we, uh, we need to discuss. I don't know if we've ever discussed this, uh-huh. but I'm sure you've seen things about Dear Evan Hansen.
1: Right. Yeah, they made a movie. Mm-hmm. And they took some songs out. Is what well, I heard. but
0: is, you didn't hear the bigger thing? Is no. that Ben Platt? just looks way too old like
1: i noticed that from the pictures
0: yeah like in this trailer he just looks ridiculously old and they gave him this awkward hairstyle and he Mm. is just so awkward in the part like people were memeing like posting pictures posting videos of the way he runs and he's just like he literally looks <laughs> I can't do it. I can't, and and just like making fun of him relentlessly, saying he did a really bad job and stuff. And I feel so Whoa. bad for him. No people are going hard on Ben Platt That's right now. That's kind of mean. Yeah,
1: I um, that musical is a weird one, huh? It's a weird one.
0: I I quite like that musical. Um, I, oh, but, the
1: songs are amazing. Yeah, like as a musical, it kind of rules. It's very, cause like it's the same fucking people who did the La La Land songs, right? Mm-hmm. They wrote the same, they yep. did the music for that, they did the music for Greatest Showman, which mm-hmm. again, kind of a weird fucking movie. Yeah. But the music slaps. And I have mixed feelings about Dear Evan Hansen, cause it is very fun, but the story is kinda, I'm not big on it, I should say. Which this is not what our podcast is about, it's not a Dear Evan <laughs> Hansen podcast. I don't know why I'm trying to get in depth about Dear Evan Hansen. What what the fuck was I going to say? Oh, it's weird that they made him look old because he was just in a show where he's in high school and he looks like a high schooler. Yeah, He has a baby face.
0: Well, I mean, I kind of, I still kind of think he surpassed it, but somehow they managed to do a really bad job. Like, I personally think in that, in the politician, he doesn't really look like a high schooler.
1: Um, well, no high schooler in a movie looks like a high schooler, but he looks like a movie high schooler.
0: I guess it's kind of pushing it, um,
1: but like, if you if he was walking in the background of an episode of Riverdale, you wouldn't like. I mean, you'd be like, "Wait, that's Ben <laughs> Platt," but it, like, age wise, he is in the realm of appearances. Other high school people in TV, I feel like, maybe right.
0: But anyways, <laughs> I think. But did you hear? So they so. It was so horrible. People's reaction to it was so horrible that they said they're going to release a version where Ben Platt is digitally altered to look younger for the entire time. That's going to
1: be worse, because then you're going to be distracted by his weird CGI face.
0: (laughs) Yeah. I was like, like, they posted photos of... Like normal and the CGI version. And I was staring at it for like 10 minutes being like, I can't decide which is worse. I literally cannot decide which is worse.
1: Because remember, oh man, here's a sentence that I think I say to you actually quite often in our friendship. And I think it's always met with a groan. Remember It Chapter 2?
0: Yeah. Remember
1: how they CGI'd Finn Wolfhard's yeah, face in that? And yeah. it was so fucking distracting. Yeah. Yeah. Cause like
0: Every time you looked at him, you just knew something wasn't right. Something
1: was a little off. And yeah. I don't think I knew that going into the movie either.
0: Mm-hmm. I just kept being like, what's up with Finn's face?
1: Yeah. And then afterwards it was like, oh yeah, because he's fucking gangly now. Mm-hmm. So they had to make him doughier. <laughs> Ew. <laughs> but, but that's what he looked like. He looked like a Pilbury, fucking Pillsbury boy. In <laughs> the movie he had like these, oh fuck, he had like these big round cheeks. Yeah. Which is fun. Like you're allowed to have a big round cheeks, but it was like They're so smooth.
0: So smooth and perfectly colored.
1: Anyway, I'm really excited for them to CGI Ben Platt into It Chapter 2. Maybe none of that movie will be fucking watchable. (laughs) He's going to play the naked old lady.
0: No. I don't like that one bit.
1: You don't like that one bit in the movie or you don't like him (laughs) playing that one
0: bit? guess both.
1: What are other movies that Ben Platt could be CGI'd into?
0: Literally any movie. I mean, you started with one that it was absolute nonsense, so I don't feel like there's any logical <laughs> steps for how you choose.
1: Uh-huh, uh-huh. Hair.
0: Like Moulin Rouge.
1: Yeah. Did you know that Elijah would audition for Moulin Rouge? I
0: did. We no, learned this yeah, at the same this time. we learned
1: together. <laughs> That's the problem with living together. There's no surprise anymore. The magic's gone. Man. We're facing the same problem that a lot of couples face. Where we move in together, we we just lose something. A little bit of the magic. Anyway, listeners, Elijah Wood auditioned for Moulin Rouge, and that would be a fucking different movie. (laughs) But still a good one. Still a good one. I once saw someone uh, describe modern-day Elijah Wood as looking like a family-friendly Eminem. Hey, let's go into the podcast.
0: Welcome to Brody Quest. I'm Joe Set.
1: I'm Shannon. And here on Brody Quest, the world's best and only Adam Brody fan cast, what we like to do is we like to take a chronological deep dive into the works of actor Adam Brody. And today we're talking about a movie that came out a, a while ago, 2012, I believe. Yeah. <laughs> Which is funny. I didn't think about that. At the time of watching the movie, it's about the world ending. It came out in 2012 when yeah. everybody thought, thought that the world, the world was, was going to end. Remember Do you want to say the title?
0: Yeah, I think it's called Seeking a Friend for the End of the World.
1: Yeah. Looking for friendship during the end times. There's so many... I, I, Azure throughout the week kept asking what movie I was watching for and the And you podcast. just kept
0: responding different... No,
1: they kept saying different titles every time they'd ask. They'd be like, looking for fr- looking for a pal. And I'd be like, Nope. Pals in the Apocalypse. Apocalypse Pals. And it was like always so close to the real title that then I got confused what it was actually <laughs> called. Seeking a Friend for the End of the World starring Mr. Steve Carell and Miss Kira Knightley. Yeah. Which, I'm going to get this out of the way up top because it is in my notes, which I should probably have out. Um, Her and Lily James, I swear to God, are identical. And Kiara, my little sister, every time I say this, says... You're fucking crazy. They look nothing alike. But I was watching this fucking movie and I shit you not when she showed up. I was like, it's Lily James. And she, uh, nope, it was Keira Knightley. They look the fucking same to me. I cannot separate these two gals in my mind. And I love them both. They both do very good jobs in the things that they're in. But I will never be able to tell them apart. Are you pulling them up side by side on your laptop? Maybe next to each other they wouldn't. But,
0: but then that's not valid.
1: No, because for i I I'm just saying that my brain, whenever I see one of them, will always think it's the other, and I don't know why that is. And it's mainly Kira Knightley. I think whenever I see Kira it's mostly when I see Kira Knightley, I'm like, oh that's Lily James. I think I think I can usually tell when it's Lily James.
0: These women look not.
1: Alike. Except for it's not Yes they do. I can see them on your laptop. Those are the same person. You're just looking it's the exact same image even. You're just trying to prank me.
0: No, these are different, very different people. Oh, cool.
1: A car alarm's going off. Anyway, Keira Knightley and Lily James look the exact same. This movie was released in 2012. Remember when people thought the world was going to end in 2012? No, I
0: have really strong memories from sixth grade, which is before we knew each other. Wow. Um, But, but I have really strong memories of like that leading the week leading up to that yeah. day and everyone being like and how there were like true believers in the class that were like, We are not gonna be coming into school tomorrow, the world was gonna be was over. super fucking funny. And I was just like, dude, dude, come on.
1: I definitely was like, It's a meme. I get what a meme is. I understand. You know, like I was a sixth grader in two thousand twelve, mm-hmm. so I was like, I was fucking well versed. Mm-hmm. Thank you very much. Um but there's definitely a little part of me where I remember I literally remember sitting in science class December 12th And it was approaching noon And it was about to be like 12-12-12 Which I think was It was actually supposed to be midnight mm-hmm. Of the 12-12-12 but I didn't get that part <laughs> But I remember sitting there and watching As the clock got close to 12-12-12 I got a little nervous <laughs> I was like maybe But nothing happened Good news everybody Nothing happened. Spoiler alert The world did not end. And we lived on to kill the world another day. Yep. So that's pretty good. Yep. Um, I was also a big Doctor Who fan at the time. And I made a lot of jokes that the reason the world didn't end was because the Doctor stopped it. Because I was so fucking cool. I had so many friends in sixth grade. Like, oh man.
0: I would have talked to you about Doctor Who in sixth grade. You would
1: have. That's why we have a podcast together. (laughs) (laughs) It's because you would and will. Yeah. Talk to me about Doctor Who. You're not talking about Doctor that's Who. That's the fucking thing I wanted to talk about in the intro. <laughs> Russell T Davies it's is coming, coming back, back to, to Doctor, doctor Who. Who. Yeah. Oh my god.
0: Okay, I'm just bothered that ain't the bitch dead. Thirteen. What'd you say? Thirteen. The Doctor should be dead now. After Jodie's season is over, that's the end of thirteen. Regenerations, so the oh, doctor—that's that, the rule. Yes, so the cool. doctors should not be able to live on more. So I don't understand what's happening, and I have a feeling they're gonna have really cheap cop out, and it's gonna make me respect the show less. So
1: I mean, <laughs> that is to to kind of a thing they do. Bring
0: that to a bummer
1: note, but that is kind of a thing they do, though. You're peeking so much. I got I got you talking about Doctor Who, and it was over for your microphone.
0: Sorry,
1: don't calm down. Well, not, not that much. Now I can't hear you at all.
0: No, I was nervous about it.
1: I think that, I don't know. I don't know what they're going to They're probably going to do something like that. Where it's yeah. going to be like, oh, I read it backwards. It's 31. <laughs> <laughs> Oops. Dallas frames is really hard to read, guys. Or I also, my favorite <laughs> favorite joke about it uh, was someone was like, and introducing newcomer to the writing team, Meevan Stoffat. And it was that fucking picture from The Simpsons with Mr. Burns, and he has the mustache on. Russell T. Davies did fine yeah i like i think his episodes more than i like a lot of the other ones yeah the other guys stuff that they did i uh wonder if it's to appease the shitty fans though that are like doctor who was only good in the old days of the reboot and now have a woman yeah and now they're being like well russell t davis is gonna come in you fucking sweaty mouth breathers put some deodorant on russell t davies is here you pigs something like that yeah i don't think it's gonna work also i don't think that any old fans are actually gonna come and watch the new show yeah and i think that those fans should fucking shut up because it's not for you anymore and honestly maybe it never was hi this is shannon's wisdom corner thank you for listening
0: Do you want to keep talking about this movie? Yeah,
1: let's keep. Let's start. (laughs) (laughs) See, do you want it? Because you said you don't have much to say about the movie Mm -hmm, itself. mm -hmm, mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And I think I have a few things to say. Mm -hmm. So how about you do a plot summary? Why don't you get on your little clicky clack and you pull up a basic plot summary and give us a rundown and then we can talk more specifics. Or you can just go through it together, but I want you to guide it, because I talked a lot in the last episode.
0: Okay, let's yeah. talk.
1: Yeah, let's talk.
0: Uh-uh. So we start, we're in New York City. We're in beautiful New York City.
1: Hey, I'm walking here. <laughs> yep, it. And it has a fun, it. there's like hip hop beat, and there's a fun montage. You see a fucking hot dog cart. You see some people going in the subway. You These see a rat.
0: are all true facts.
1: And a sign spinner. You know, New York stuff.
0: Yep. But really, you see two people sitting in a car. And there's a breaking news report that there was a mission to stop an incoming missile, an M- incoming a meteorite. Uh, meteorite, asteroid. Um, and <coughs> the mission failed. Oh, god! <laughs> I'm gonna die.
1: Don't do that.
0: No, I'm fine. I'm doing great. The mission failed, so they're like, everyone's doomed. The world's gonna end in three weeks. <laughs> um, and um. Steve Carell was in the car. Oh, and Linda, we didn't see, but it's played by his wife. Yeah,
1: his he's real life Carol. wife. It's funny. A real oh. life wife is hard to kind of hard to say. Real
0: life wife? Um, and so Steve Carell is in the car and the woman he's in the car with, which he later find out was his wife, she just like gets up and runs from the car and just like. Never
1: to be heard from again.
0: Yeah, beats it out of there.
1: And so he's sad.
0: So he's sad. His name is Dodge.
1: What a cool name. If that's
0: important. Dodge is a pretty cool
1: name. Dodge is a great name. Uh, it reminds me of a comic series that I read in my formative years where the main villain was also named Dodge. So that was cool.
0: So then Dodge goes back to his apartment uh, without his wife and he <laughs> finds this next door neighbor, Penny, played by Kieran Knightley, crying on the fire escape. Um, ends like crying on his fire escape like outside his window
1: yeah you skip some things there
0: like what
1: well first he comes home and he sees her for like a second run out of the apartment and someone's yelling at her yeah a very hairy looking adam brody yeah so that's important because he was there for a second
0: okay a second
1: and he like makes a funny face i think and also he goes to work and everyone in his job's pretty much gone. He sells insurance. And then another person That's so himself. funny because
0: I didn't even choose to skip that. Wikipedia doesn't think that that's important enough to be in the plot summary.
1: Someone kills himself and falls directly onto Steve Carell's car. It's heavy stuff, man. The world's ending. But yes, then after all of that, he goes back to his partner. And
0: Kieran Knightley is crying on his fire escape. Um. And she says she's just broken. On.
1: You, we missed something else. Yeah. He goes to like a dinner party with all his friends. Wikipedia skipped a shit ton. Never mind. Fuck you Wikipedia. I'm taking the wheel for a second. Okay, go for it. He goes to a dinner party with all of his friends that he has who are all kind of shitty people. Oh
0: and Connie Britton is there. Yes.
1: And so is that one guy who's in every comedy. Yep. And Patton Oswald.
0: Comedy guy. Yep. Comedy
1: guy. Funny bald man. Funny bald man is there, not Jeffrey Bezos. Not funny at all. Nothing funny about Jeffrey Bezos. Stop picturing Jeffrey Bezos. He's not very funny. It's the other one. And I feel like I want to see him in a cowboy hat, but I don't know what he's in that he wears a cowboy hat. But I feel like if you picture a bald man who's funny in a cowboy hat, and you think he's, like, he's in every comedy movie, you'll probably know what I'm talking about without me having to remember his name. <laughs> he's there. That's so cruel. And he's drunk and everybody's drunk and everyone's just sort of like it's the end of the world's so like fuck it right people are doing heroin people are doing heroin pat and oswald is talking about how he had sex with someone related to him it's and he kind of just tosses weird. that into the conversation yeah uh they're letting children drink they're yep. doing they're yep. setting off fireworks and not really caring if a firework hits them because like whatever the end of the, i mean like they're acting like there's absolutely no consequences, which on on some level there is. But also, like, the apocalypse is in three weeks, so, like, kind of fucking slow down for a yeah,
0: second. Yeah, you gotta pace yourself.
1: But this scene does have two of my favorite lines, because they're having the dinner party, they're all sitting around the dinner table, and I'm gonna wait for you to adjust your mic. Uh, they're sitting around the dinner table, and they're all talking about what they're gonna do with their last remaining time on Earth, and uh, a- Amy Schumer and her husband, not her real-life husband. Is she married? Probably not. I just feel like a lot of her comedy is about being a single lady.
0: That's it was not a comment so on her character, rude, which is so funny.
1: Oh no, we're back into digging on people. God damn it! That didn't take very it's long. Not people, it's Amy Schumer.
0: Fuck my mic. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that was karma. Uh, I just exploded my mic. It's fine. Wow, we're already 23 minutes into it. This is going great. Uh, Amy Schumer, and her husband are there, and. They're like, we're going to go visit family Uh, and I'm going to go visit my sister and all of her kids. And then after that, we're going to go and drive up to the mountains so that Amy Schumer can visit her dad and tell him to fuck off. And then she goes, and ski. And I just thought that was really, I thought that was funny. The delivery on it was really good. And then also later at the party, uh, the friend, the bald, funny man's wife who is friends with Dodge. They're both friends with Dodge. Uh, the wife comes in the bathroom and finds Steve Carell hiding in a bathtub, which let's not all pretend... Let's not pretend that we haven't done that before. We've all done that at a party where we get a little overwhelmed we go sit in the bathtub to collect ourselves. Um, she finds him in there and they're, like, having a little existential discussion, kinda. Not really. She's pretty drunk and also on heroin. Um, And she, like, kisses him and... He goes like, no, you're so-and-so's wife. And she goes like, nobody's anybody's anything anymore. And it's just a really good line. Yeah. Uh, So I wrote it down. Because that's what I do, and I like a line. (laughs) And then the movie goes on. And now he meets Lily James. (laughs) He
0: meets Karen Knightley. And she's crying on his fire escape. And he goes and he opens and he lets her in and they make a funny joke about it. And she says, I won't rob, I won't steal from you if you don't rate me. (laughs) Ha ha. Very funny.
1: Actually, right before that, there is a line I like a lot, which like he opens the window and goes like, are you okay?" And she instantly like latches onto him and gives him a big hug and is like sobbing and goes, how could I be so stupid? And he goes, "I don't know. I don't know you very well." Which is the funniest fucking response to that question possible. Yeah. So that was good. And uh-huh. it's Steve Carell, so he knows how to. He knows how to deliver a funny line, even when he's sad.
0: Um. And she comes inside, and she explains that she's just broken up with her boyfriend Owen, who was played by Mr. Adam Brody. We'll get to him. We'll get to him in a second. Um. And. Um, and she realizes that she has missed the opportunity to fly home to England to Mm -hmm. see her family. So she's all upset because she can't, apparently she's missed all of the, all of the planes. I guess There's the thing where they're like the last
1: flight just landed. There's Mm -hmm. like a newscast about Mm -hmm. it at one point.
0: Yeah. So like she's missed her chance to go back home. Um and so
1: they just kind of vibe for like a second yeah they just like hang out and then she falls asleep on his couch
0: yeah they they fall asleep and she says that she's a really heavy sleeper it's a plot point Um,
1: mark it down it's a plot point
0: and then so she falls asleep and then they just like fall asleep watching a football game or something which I was like I don't believe Kieran Knightley would ever watch football
1: you she just doesn't look like no. someone who watch American football. No.
0: American yeah. football. What Brit would choose to watch American football? I think
1: that was just like they're just putting something on, yeah. Something I guess. But like there's gotta be like. I mean like Friends. Nick, Nick Friends at Night is always on, yeah. Nick yeah, like at night. A fresh Prince of Bel Air episode yeah. is pretty much guaranteed to be yeah. on at a certain time of night. Yeah. Um Yeah, I love when movies do that when someone says a really specific detail about themselves, and you're like, that's not going to come up later. I'm yeah. sure of it. Yeah. That's what I always say. I'm watching the movie and I say, I'm sure that won't be important later. Mm-hmm. Say it out loud, and I forget it. Because it's not going to be important.
0: Yeah. And so she sleeps through, like, he wakes up, and he's, like, cleaning and, like, vacuuming and doing all this shit in his house, and, like, she sleeps through all of it. Yeah. Um. Well into the day, and then she finally wakes up, and it's like, a little bit awkward but she's like mm-hmm. <laughs> she's like yeah okay, let's go back so she goes back to her house and he like walks her down to her apartment and she's like goes in and checks and makes sure that her boyfriend is gone and she's like comes back out and she's like yeah it's okay he's gone
1: and she gives him a giant stack of mail
0: oh yeah 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 I was I thought there was another and um, no that's the and yeah. and she gives him a stack of mail and it's basically like hey sorry i have been hiding this mail from stealing you. your mail for years yeah cuz she was like the postman would sometimes put it in mine and i just kept it wait a minute mr postman wait yeah
1: <laughs> <laughs> and
0: um and so he's like thanks a lot and he goes back yes. <laughs> He doesn't get mad at her at yeah. that point. At that point he does not get mad at her. He goes back upstairs and he starts looking through the mail
1: mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. he
0: finds a letter from his old high school sweetheart. You got
1: me hooked near real me in. From like
0: 3 months ago Uh-oh. and she said that she which like, is right
1: when the wifey left. Is what that was what I understood. Was that the letter was like right around right the time the, time that time wife, the wife left.
0: Him. Okay. So um and, oh, and he also finds out that his wife was probably cheating on him.
1: Yeah. Kira Knightley is like, uh, oh, how's your roommate? I used to see her and her boyfriend all- around all the time. They seemed really happy together. And <laughs> the, Steve Carell is such a good fucking actor. And we're going to say anything about the movie, Steve Carell is very good at what he does. The way that his face, like, the ground falls out mm-hmm. from beneath him, but he barely moves was just choice. Yeah. That was such a good like oh shit moment. Yeah. It was so enjoyable.
0: Yeah. So he sees that he, this letter is now like of no use to him because <laughs> well, now he's like.
1: It also didn't have a return address.
0: Yeah. Um and so then does he go and yell at her? I need to look at
1: my He doesn't yell at her until much later. Um then he tries to kill himself. Is what he does next. He got gets some Windex, and he is gonna. And he goes to a park, and he drinks it. He
0: drinks Windex in a park.
1: And then he passes out. And when he wakes up in the morning,
0: someone's just left a dog yes, with him. He
1: is not dead, and he also has a dog uh, with a with his leash stuck underneath him, so the dog doesn't run away. And, and a there's note-
0: a note on him that says, "Sorry."
1: so all it says is sorry so he names names the the dog dog sorry Sorry. which is adorable yeah i loved that so much um and then he goes back home and he hangs out with the dog and is despondent and he talks to his cleaning lady and is like just don't come back next week but she doesn't really understand what which i
0: don't quite get that point are they saying that she doesn't speak english so she has no understanding that the world is ending around her.
1: I was thinking about that, because, like, Cause that clearly she understands little... English. Yeah. They have conversations, and yeah. she talks to him in English. What I understood it to be was that she has some level of, like, she's in some level of denial, where she, like, understands, like, there's stuff happening in the larger world, but, like, yeah, next week I'm going to be back here and cleaning it. It's a Tuesday. Like, she has that line where she, where he's like, why are you here at the end of the movie when he comes back home and she's mm-hmm. still there? Spoilers. Um, and she goes, it's Tuesday. And I feel like that kind of sums it up yeah. where it's like, stuff's going on, but I still got to do my job. Like, yeah. I got to support my family. So, Tuesday, I'm here. You know?
0: I mean, I don't know. Like, that's not at all how I think any rational person would react.
1: do no, 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 man. I feel like I know some people in my life that I've met. <laughs> would just kinda keep going about their business. Whether or not they were a Spanish cleaning woman. Spanish speaking, I should say. Yeah. Yeah. Um also wait before we get into it, I wanna say that I did think that this movie was enjoyable to watch. Did you like this movie? It seems like you didn't like this movie.
0: I don't know. I was just so it was so nothing to me. You was bored? I guess.
1: I had fun. I was a a fun little romp. I'm sorry,
0: I'm being such a bummer.
1: Stop being such a bummer. Talk in your inside voice, not your <laughs> librarian for the dead voice, first of all.
0: Librarian for the dead?
1: That's what you sounded like. You sound like you're a librarian no. in a library where I'm you check out self-conscious bones. I'm
0: conscious now because.
1: Because you yelled?
0: Yeah. And I yelled
1: at you for yelling?
0: Yeah. That's
1: fine, baby. I just yelled like five seconds ago. I can you see it.
0: Okay. That's how we do it
1: on Brody Quest. We're a yelling <laughs> podcast.
0: Yelling only.
1: Yeah. It's like sports radio, but somehow worse.
0: Yeah. Just <laughs> yelling our opinions at you.
1: Yeah. I thought this movie was pretty good. I felt similarly to this movie that I did to The Romantics, where watching it, I was like, I'm enjoying this. I had, I kind of hated the ending, to be honest, but I enjoyed the ride to get there. Mm hmm. And so, but it was another thing where I kind of understood, like, I think that this is a thing that is very specifically, like, for me, and I don't know if everyone would enjoy it. Yeah. But it's on HBO Max, so, like, if you're interested, take a look at the cast list. If you like those people, I think it's worth it to watch just to be like, oh, hey, Martin Sheen, you know? Yeah. It's always fun to do that. You know it's not fun? Oh, hey, Charlie Sheen. These are two very
0: different. When I was notions. I was watching, um, I was watching in the morning, and Aaliyah, one of our housemates, came in, and she sat on my bed. And after it was the part where Martin Sheen was in, it, and after a second, she she went, "Oh, is this the West Wing?" And I was very <laughs> proud of her. First of all, oh, okay. very proud of her. And I was like, "Oh no, actually, this is a movie I'm watching for broadcast." But that is, I'm like, "You're correct. That is the guy from the West Wing." And she goes oh cool and then I just go because I had a feeling she didn't know you know that that's uh, Charlie Sheen's dad she went what? and Emilio dad? Estevez yeah but I figured she didn't know who that is
1: she's in Breakfast Club there
0: um, <laughs> I doubt she would know him by name but um, but she was she was like she was like what oh no and then, <laughs> and then and then I was like wait wait it's not even there yet and then and then she goes quiet for a second she looks at me and goes Wait, isn't Charlie Sheen dead? (laughs) I'm like, no, baby.
1: (laughs) That's Charlie Sheen's dad. What? Oh, no. No,
0: she was saying, oh, no, because she was saying, like, that's so sad because she thought that Charlie Sheen was dead.
1: I think it's also just funny, but it's funny with that context. (laughs) That's Charlie Sheen's dad. Oh, Oh, no. no. It's so weird because he looks so much like both of his sons but the but sons, sons look don't nothing look like like, each other. Yeah. like you see one of them next to the dad and you're like they look exactly alike mm-hmm. either one of them but you see them next to each other and you're like who are these total strangers mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. it's weird
1: genetics genetics um we're already 36 minutes into this fucking flick i think that people should general could generally watch this and i think it's enjoyable
0: Yeah, can we talk just about Adam now?
1: Yeah, let's just talk about Adam. Because also I don't really want to spoil the ending because I think the ending is kind of the part that makes it interesting to watch Mm because, like, I didn't want it to end the way that it ended. I And I think that it also made me reflect on my worldview a little bit because, like, the general idea of the ending is that it's, like, a very... It's, like... It's, like, optimistic in the face of definite tragedy, Mm -hmm. which i didn't like and it made me realize like maybe i'm kind of a pessimistic person <laughs> huh and i don't think i used to be i think if you showed me this movie when i was a little when i was like much younger I, this would have like shaped my worldview a little bit yeah which is kind of interesting Well, let's talk about adam yeah adam brody friend of the podcast <laughs> manages to fucking steal a scene from Steve Carell.
0: Yeah, he which... is so fucking funny in it. It starts when um, Steve Carell is, like, up in his... Dodge is up in his apartment, and then he starts hearing that there's, like, a riot going on outside. Yeah. So he, like, grabs the dog and goes down the fire escape to go check on Penny and see if she's okay. So he, like, opens it because he knows she can she sleeps it's through anything. everything. So he's like, she's not going to know to I wake up. I was
1: confused at that part because I was like, it wasn't supposed to come back up. Why did that happen? <laughs>
0: um and so she he goes he goes into her apartment to wake her up and Adam Brody is this other guy is there and this guy named Owen and he's like freaking out at first because he's like thinks there's someone breaking into the house so they have like some back and forth and like
1: and then he goes like oh my god you're you're sleeping sleeping with with her oh you're so old (laughs) and he just like he's like yelling and he's freaking out and then he gets mad so he punches the wall and he goes oh the wall
0: fuck (laughs) Yeah, no, he just, he plays it, it's so big, but it's so good, it's so funny. And
1: he's so pathetic, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah. He's just the most pathetic, like, boyfriend character, mm-hmm. the quintessential pathetic boyfriend. Mm-hmm. He's so good. And that should be that should be top of his resume, I think, from now on. Pathetic Stole a scene boyfriend from, from Steve Carell. Should be top of the resume.
0: Yeah.
1: He's so fucking funny and enjoyable. And then they like manage to wake up, I almost genuinely said Lily James that time. Oh my gosh. They wake up Kieran Knightley and he's like, babe, I think I broke my hand. Will you look at it? And she's like, it looks fine. He's like, no, I think it's broken. And, and you- then they're, and then Steve Carell is like, we gotta get out of the building. And they, they're like, Kieran Knightley and Steve Carell are trying to have a conversation about the actual big important things yeah. happening. And Adam Birdie goes, that was my guitar hand. And Kieran Knightley goes, are aren't they, they both your
0: guitar, guitar hands? hands? That was the one thing I wrote down in my notes. Was that oh, line for
1: the whole movie? <laughs> yeah, Brilliant.
0: I wrote that line and then I gave up.
1: Yeah, valid because that's yeah. a good line. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He just such a good job, and he like he's just kind of improving throughout the whole encounter. And he says the funniest shit.
0: Because mm-hmm, then they go, they get outside, and they're like trying to get to her car, and they're like running. And at one point, like people start shooting. And he, he, like, grabs, grabs her it. and is, like, using her as a human shield. Even though there's no one shooting at them. There's, like, no one near him. But he's, like, using her as a human shield. And um, and it was very, uh, it was just one of those things. And, like, with him injuring his hand and stuff, just when people play those things as, like, the overdramatic. And, like, so it just reminds me of a very Potter musical when they're just standing going, <laughs> just checking their oh, yes. noses. Oh, there-
1: oh is there blood I think
0: it's is it, uh, is, it bleeding? is it bleeding is it bleeding I think I saw <laughs> and just like when they play it yeah. like that it's so funny
1: oh it's so good yeah it's hilarious and and, he, and
0: his look I love bearded brody I yes. have, I've talked to my friend about this we love bearded brody
1: no I don't know about like full beard but when it, it's like just coming out of stubble and mm-hmm. into like a beard that mm-hmm. is the prime like ready or not level yeah oh whew. Oof. <laughs> that's a good look. He did a, he's a good one. Yeah. Adam if you're listening it's a good look. <laughs> talk to the hair and makeup department.
0: I just got so nervous at the thought of him listening to you talk about him.
1: Yeah I'm so sorry man. <laughs> hey actually though. Hey Adam if you are actually listening though like for real though dog. I'm so sorry. <laughs> this pot, it wasn't supposed to go like this. Can we talk about that? Last week, when I tweeted about the episode to let people know that the episode was out, I jokingly put "We're so sorry, Adam" in the tweet because it was like a sloppy one, and that was kind of the bit that we were doing. It's like, uh-huh. oh no, it's kind of sloppy. Oops! I put "We're so sorry, Adam" as a bit because I thought he had definitely muted us on Twitter, yep. and then he fucking liked that tweet,
0: which I think is psychological torture. It's for warfare. him to just like
1: that and not and not like it's fun. Like I don't expect him to like. DM us or like reply, God forbid. (laughs) But it is it does a little bit make me wonder on what level is he keeping tabs on
0: us. Yeah, and at what level is he gonna make us pull the plug?
1: Yeah, like what at what point we're episode twenty nine now, I think. At what point do we get that DM from him that's just like guys, it isn't funny anymore. It it went too far.
0: It wasn't, it's not funny anymore no that makes me so scared i don't want that to happen i do
1: think i don't think he listens to every episode i I don't think he listens to any episodes episodes, is what i think because he's a busy guy he doesn't have time also like if there's a podcast about me i wouldn't listen to it that's no
0: that's fucking I i might
1: dip in for curiosity but i wouldn't be able to sustain to listen to it um. What I do think is that he is—he's definitely well off enough that he could pay someone to listen to it for him. If he was, if he was <laughs> but do really you think worried, he
0: would do that.
1: I, if I had money, I might. <laughs> Again, hypothesis scenario: where there is a podcast about me, and also I have money, I might, because I'd be worried. That they were gonna say something well, weird think, shit, i don't even think like it's someone else i don't even it.
0: think it's someone else i think it's just his poor like pr agent and is having to read is having to listen to every
1: episode and make sure nothing well then what happens. the fuck why haven't we gotten an email because we haven't got Senor we haven't your gone PR? over the board yet well but like we're here for we're basically doing their job <laughs> is what i'm saying we are adam brody's pr person and so like I think that we should get fucking added to the group email chain just so we know what we should be pushing <laughs> Yeah, and what narratives yeah. we should be. Like, should we be focusing more on his acting or like maybe he has a music album that he's been hiding <laughs> from everybody. I don't know if he's a music Do album. Do you know who
0: has a, a music album that they've been hiding? Who? Layton.
1: That has already come out or is that- No, about to
0: she's hiding it. Remember when we talked to him, he was like, oh, yes, oh yeah, she has yeah, she's working album, on new stuff. But she's hiding it from us.
1: What the fuck? I thought you were gonna say Ryan Gosling.
0: <laughs> Does Ryan Gosling have a music? Ryan Gosling has
1: a band, Dead Man's Bones, and they fucking slap.
0: Oh my god. Um I don't think I knew this.
1: A long-standing argument with me and Ashley, another one of our housemates, is who found Dead Man's Bones first. Uh, and it was me. <laughs> Just for the record. I'm not gonna listen to you without Ashley hearing. It here genuinely to defend was itself. me, because I had heard them in middle. The problem is that they're so good that I forget Ryan Gosling is at all involved it's like Phantom Planet and fucking Jason Schwartzman mm-hmm. like I hear the OC theme song I'm like this rips and then I think about it for a little bit and I'm like wait fuck Jason Schwartzman's the drummer what the hell you know it's like that so I hear Dead Man's Bones and I'm like this fucking rips this is so good and then I think about wait Ryan Gosling's in this band and then I get uncomfortable <laughs> Cause he's that's not where he's supposed to be. You that's know? where
0: I want him to be.
1: But I like looking at him.
0: Then just stare at. A picture I can't as look you at listen. music. Stare at a photo as you listen.
1: All right, I'll fucking try it. But I don't know if it's gonna work. No,
0: you'll fall in love.
1: Anyway, this is Adam. Br- this is a mess. This is the worst episode no, you've ever Genuinely recorded. This
0: is, um, and I don't know what to do about it. So I'm sorry.
1: It's not your fault. We're just messy. Yeah. Anyway, Adam, don't listen to the podcast. Don't like our tweets.
0: Um, no, it's fine if he wants to.
1: What if in our bio we put, we put DNI if. <laughs> if, <laughs> if you Brody. are Adam
0: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think he would know what that means. No,
1: I think, and then I think it would be one of those things where he'd look, look it up and then get worried that he wasn't supposed to interact with us, you wouldn't get... We'd have to DM him on Twitter first to be like, hey, we're going to do this <laughs> joke. Don't worry. No. Oh, man. This movie's generally good, and I think that it is good also if you are an Adam Brody fan, which you are seen this podcast, yes. so why wouldn't you be?
0: I would say 20 minutes! It's definitely worth it for that scene. That was glorious. Watch the first
1: 20 minutes, even. You can turn it off, because... It is sort of like a you know you know how it's gonna end. They say it in the beginning. A mm-hmm. big a big chunk of space cheese is gonna fucking crash down like the dinosaurs. Um. Oh. Uh. There is also a really great sequence where Steve crawls being uh Depresso Espresso and he's getting ready for b- bed and he sees a big spider in his kitchen sink and he's about to kill the big spider but then he's like it's the end of the world let's not kill the big spider well I'll and also nice. I think
0: it's just that he's also so lonely that he's like I'm not gonna kill the only thing yeah, he, that'll I, be I around me
1: kill another living thing Yeah. and then when he's asleep the spider crawls on his face and bites him all over his face his big spider bites
0: which that has happened to me not on my face but one time I let a spider live and then later I found bites all over my yeah. arm and I was like you betrayed that is what I'm
1: saying. That's what you fucking get. And that's what happens. Don't on trust site every time. Don't trust those eight legged motherfuckers. Why do they need that many legs? Other bugs Spinning. are content for six, and I, I am, I accept and I support them for having six. But those spiders got greedy, man. I don't trust them for that. Promising young woman's on HBO now. Everybody, you should go watch that. Yeah,
0: go watch Promising Young Woman. Go watch this, and then Promising Young Woman.
1: Maybe. Don't, that sounds like a heavy <laughs> double feature. You
0: think they can handle it.
1: No, not everyone could.
0: Oh Do you want to talk about how we're watching the OC with our
1: house? Oh yeah, I forgot to say that. Let's just We're just shooting the shit. No, this will
0: just be a nice happy thing to take us out. Since we to didn't talk about out. anything.
1: The movie's fun. It's a road trip movie. They're going on a road trip. He's trying to find his lost love. She's trying to get home to Britain. We didn't even fucking say any of that.
0: I, well... We, I did say the one thing about her trying to get home.
1: Vaguely. We vaguely. We never We did not say that it. that was like the it's main a plot. Movie. They encounter some people. They have goofy encounters. Here, they, okay, here's my, my biggest
0: it. thing with this movie is that I it just didn't make me feel like I didn't the whole time them I was like I don't care
1: if they end up together or not. Exactly. Like
0: I just didn't care.
1: I That's my problem with the ending. Fuck it. Spoiler alert. They get together at the end and it's like a thing where it's like well they're better for having met each other. It's okay that there wasn't that much time for them be together there never is any way with romances like that's kind of a thing and it's supposed to be happy like they get to spend their last moments in the company of another person which is kind of an issue that both of them had throughout their lives right you get it it's a movie but i was 100 percent on board in the middle of the movie when kira knightley was like we're traveling cross-country together there's bound to be some sex whatever it's not a big deal we're pals i was with her on that one mm-hmm. i was like yeah what a progressive way of looking at it i really hope like her shit was like, I'm going to go back to my family I haven't seen for years and see my nephews and like She had a reconnect. whole fucking family a, waiting on her. She had a whole rant about how she values romantic relationships too much and she should hasn't spent enough time with her family in her life and mm-hmm. she regrets it. And at the end of the movie, she chooses to focus on a romantic relationship that is literally doomed from the start. Yep. Go be with your family, dog. She gets on a plane. She's ha- like flying to England and, and she, she turns makes it around. And Martin Sheen turned the
0: plane around.
1: Yep.
0: You know how much it takes to make Martin Sheen turn the plane around? And that's
1: the other thing I want to mention is that I feel like the ending feels very male wish fulfillment mm-hmm. to me. But it is not written by a man. It's written by... Beauparne's girlfriend. It's written by Lorreen Scarface. Yeah. <laughs> Um, uh, I, I saw the name and I was like, "Why do I recognize that? Why
0: do I recognize that yeah. name?" And well, first of all, because she written Nick and Nora's Infinite Playlist, yes, um, a which movie is that I also really... have mixed
1: feelings about. Oh, really? Yeah, I
0: haven't watched it in quite a few years, but I liked it when I watched it. I
1: le- I loved it in middle school and I watched it in high school and I was like, "Oh." Oh, I haven't rewatched it. I'd rewatch it with you. It's a fun. It's an interesting rewatch. <laughs> Ooh. Andy Samberg's cameo in it is great. Yeah, I'm sure it is. Um, but but she rules. Yeah, she's great, and she's a totally competent writer and director. She fucking directed three of the best New Girl episodes
0: uh-huh.
1: out of all of them. So generally, I trust her. And it was the the ending made me wonder if maybe that was not the true original ending. I wonder if there's a director's writer's cut somewhere um. where it ends differently. Because it felt a little studio. It feels a little bit like, well, of course I want the wonderful magical girl to give up her family and just stay with me to the end. But like, it felt hollow. Yeah. Because I felt that the moment that he put her on the plane was that's the moment that, thought. yeah, they've grown as people and they've learned the lessons they needed to learn. Steve Carell learned how to be, they both learned how to be alone, Mm -hmm. basically. Mm -hmm. He was totally content have the amount of time that he, was, he had with her and be done and she was finally ready to not dive into doomed romantic relationships. Yeah. But then she comes back. Yeah. And it feels like bullshit.
0: Yeah. Absolutely.
1: I wanted it to end with him on the floor listening to those records. Yeah. And then he dies. Yeah. So that's how I want to go out. On the floor.
0: <laughs> no, I fully agree.
1: Yeah. But the journey, we liked it. Sure. I mean, it's fun. TJ Miller's there.
0: TJ Miller is there for a second, and, and so is uh Jillian Jacobs. Jacobs and they're and excellent. Other actors. Yeah, they're excellent.
1: What the fuck are we talking about? We're watching the OC with our housemates.
0: Yeah. Oh it's going my God. great. Yeah, it's going fantastic. We're really happy and they seem to like it a lot, and that makes us happy.
1: One of them more than the others. Yeah. Like he active Ben, we need to say his name I don't know why I was avoiding it. It's a little it. secret. It's a little secret. <laughs> he uh, loves it. Yeah. He will ask, can, can we watch the OC? Yeah. And we fucking will because of course we will and he loves he literally whenever it's focusing on uh fucking Ryan and Marissa or basically any other plot he'll yell at the screen like can we just get back to Seth and Summer? <laughs> I don't care about this. Um, and he his, he and I have occasionally started doing what we call a Ryan and Marissa greeting which is where whenever we walk into a room that the other is in we stop and kind of look down in the back of the other and we just go hi <laughs> and then we pause for a really long time
0: <laughs> it almost reminds me of it's like has, has the same energy as the Debbie Ryan
1: it, they do it kind of they kind of do it theirs is a little more broody where they like kind of like stare each other down and you're like hey <laughs> and then, Hi.
0: but they're a little sad about it too yeah I'm like hey, hey.
1: <laughs> <laughs> so start doing that with your friends it's the hot new thing of the summer
0: hey can we get out of this podcast
1: i don't know i can't to the door can I'm we be released from podcast this podcast how
0: so, thank you for listening to this if you actually did for some god maybe sake, i will edit reason. this one a
1: lot yeah, I mean, this one's a short one. I did not edit it that much. It turned out to actually be way funnier this way.
0: Yeah, because I think it's okay if it's a short one, and some of our unnecessary things did not get to it. Pretty sleepy. Well, I'm not it. Well, right, we'll do see. It tonight.
1: I'll edit it tomorrow.
0: Okay, it's a
1: Tuesday activity.
0: Okay. Um, if you listen to all of this, thank you for listening. Um, if
1: you listen to all of this, tweet at us just one word and that word is
0: no nah, I, I thought it should be like they should choose just one word
1: just like how one you're feeling
0: word. any word just how just to sum up how you be
1: feeling right now yeah how are you we never ask that enough no. Really we never check in with our fucking listeners and say how are you yeah. doing yeah so tweet at us at BrodyQuestPod and just let us know how you're doing it doesn't even have to be one word Just say like I'm a little sleepy I'm hungry that's just you <laughs> yeah those are my two emotions pretty much constantly
0: yeah no we'd love to hear from At you.
1: Pod, my grandpa just exploded oops i feel like i've done that before on the podcast i think i've said that exact <laughs> sentence on the podcast
0: you know like when you say a really weird thing and then you're like i don't think nobody's ever said that before that also sometimes you say a really weird thing and then you're like oh wait i've said, I've that, said before. <laughs> that
1: before on this podcast
0: or if you really want to get into it, you can email us at Brody, uh, BrodyQuestPod at gmail.com.
1: Yeah, you could do that. Hey, here's a fun challenge for you uh, BrodyQuestPod at gmail.com. Joe just said it. Email me because I'm the one who mainly checks the email. We both have access, but I'm. You know that. I don't know. I check pretty often just in case. We will have access to it. I think we both get notifications, but. This one is for me. Okay. Email BrodyQuestPod at com. What's the fucking song of the summer, baby? What are you jamming out to? Hell Give me yeah. some tunes. I need new tunes. Hell yeah. What are, you, what are you listening to?
0: Okay. That's good. We've set some tasks.
1: That's your homework. That's your homework. School just started. We should have done a BrodyQuest back, back to, to school. school special. Do your fucking homework. Email me hot tunes. Hot singles in your area. <laughs> we need to get out of here. Rate our podcast fairly, but maybe fudge the numbers a little bit. Do us a favor. Just don't read this one. Don't look at this one. Pretend episode 29 did not happen. Yeah. And we'll see you fresh for episode 30. And we'll see you fresh. We'll be fresh faced, bushy tailed, bright eyed, clean hearts, clean arteries. Can't lose. Save the cheerleaders, save the world. I'm Shannon. And remember. <laughs>
0: I'm just set and Adam Brody thinks your future's bright
1: <laughs>
0: is see that good there. <laughs>
1: yeah I threw you out there didn't I threw you out of a fucking rhythm